Hey there, we're coming at you from the green couch here at BCP. My name is Catherine, and I'm the copywriter and digital specialist, and I am joined today by my beautiful co-host, Kylie Spadowski. Hello. She's an account executive and our digital marketing director. There is something about that scent, like when you're coming down the stairs, it's like, okay, if this coffee machine got up, so can I. (laughs) We have a saying around here, just don't feed the trolls. You may know her by her social media alias, My Casual Mom. Brooke is a lifestyle blogger and social media influencer for several local and national brands. During today's conversation, we're going to dive into the ins and outs of being a social media influencer and how you could leverage it for your business. All right, Brooke, welcome to our podcast today. Hope you're excited to be here. Yeah, thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you in the office and be able to see you again. Yes, it's exciting to be here. Just kick our feet up on this metaphorical green couch. (laughs) I probably shouldn't call it metaphorical. It should be a real green couch. But anywho, so can you tell us a little bit about how you got started um, being a social media influencer? Oh, geez. Uh... Uh, I started about two years ago, uh, just over two years ago, I started uh, my lifestyle blog uh, called My Casual Mom, and I was um, an HR and sales professional in my previous career, and then I had my daughter Hadley, who is now six, and I was a stay-at-home mom with her for... Well, I still am. Um, But about four years, three to four years in, I was starting to just feel the itch to do, you know, get back to myself besides just being a stay at home mom. And I, you know, have struggles that other new moms do. Um, Just finding yourself again, uh, finding a new uh, clothing style, what what your new normal looks like with kids, um, mom groups, you, you know, you're kind of your new your new scene. So I ran into other moms that had kind of similar thoughts and um, I don't want to say problems, but just lifestyle challenges during that like season that they were in and. Um, realized that it was wasn't just me that maybe was going through that. So I thought if I could find a way to help moms um, like me that were going through some of the same things, or maybe they weren't going through the same things. They just were looking for um, someone to take a look at or someone to follow or get advice from regarding travel, uh, clothing styles, fashion, children, Christmas presents, home decoration. I mean, it, it's a little bit of you know that type of type of uh, page is where where I where I'm coming from with it. Mm-hmm. Like, did you start off? Sorry, did you start off with the blog first or social? So I had known when I was going to start My Casual Mom that I was definitely going to be on social because mm-hmm. that, I believe, is kind of where most people hang out first. And then if they are interested in kind of what you're writing writing about or what you're talking about, then they'll follow, you know, your actual blog. So I did, I kind of got on uh, social and my uh, blog at the same time. And then after about a year in, I said to myself, if this is going well, you know, people, you know, are interested in this and I'm enjoying it because yeah. that's, um, you know, it's, you, you definitely got to be doing something that you love. Um, then I will invest in actually getting a website of my own. So I For finally sure. did that at mycasualmom.com. But that's a great question because 
um, it can all come at you so fast. Um, what to do first when right. you start a page like this? So can you tell me a little bit about some of the brands that you've worked with? Yes. Yeah, so I have worked with a few national brands. Um, I'm still fairly new. I'm about just, I just celebrated my two year anniversary with a blog. So, and I'm a stay at home mom is my first job. So, mm-hmm. um, I always try to tell my clients that when they send emails that, you know, it might be a few days before Absolutely. I get back to them because that's like my first role. Um, mm-hmm. and I help out, uh, my daughter is in first grade this year and I help out in her class and that's kind of my main, that's like I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's my main thing. And then working with brands and then local um, boutiques uh, since we're located in Michigan, um, I've had some really great success with boutiques reaching out to me and saying like, hey, will you come and do a try on of my clothes or, or if you like them, will you show off like some of the styles that I have to some of your mom followers and maybe you know, that will either gain sales or just brand recognition for them. Um, just the knowledge that they're in that town. So whenever, you know, that mom or, or grandma or, you know, lady sees, you know, that, that boutique or they were, they're in a town like, I think that, you know, my casual mom did something at a boutique here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, just some awareness. And it really, it's so fun to work with places like that because it's fun for me. Um, it's a little bit of a high to go like try on all these things and think like what I like and then hope that my ladies in turn, like how I styled it at that Mm -hmm. store, but also for the brand, the boutique, because, you know, small businesses are so, so important to me. Um, I do a lot. I do post some affiliate links on my Facebook page, whether they be deals or, you know, I shop at Loft, um, and Taylor Loft. And I love that store, but my heart really does beat for like small boutiques in stores. I love them. Love, love, love them. They have such unique things that you can't find online. And we work with a lot of small businesses. I think a lot of our listeners are, you know, part of the small business community. So that's awesome to hear. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I like, I probably didn't realize actually when I started my page that I would enjoy that part of it the most. Right. I actually had someone ask me about two weeks ago, I was on a call with someone and they said, you know, what's your favorite part? of doing your blog. And I hadn't ever really stopped to think about that. You would think I would have, because there's gotta be some parts that you probably don't like about your job. But, um, by far my favorite part is to partner like with local places. I can't, like I said, I can't do it all the time because I have Hadley, but, um, I love, I just love that, like that human connection and then being able to show my followers, like what that place is all Mm -hmm. about from the seat of their, you know, comfortable couch. They can see it while they're at their computer, you know, sipping on a little wine at night or whatever it is that they, I can bring that into, you know, their view. It sounds like you have a really high success rate in getting conversions, you know, to get people to go from just kind of passively viewing your stuff to actually making an action. So why else do you think that influencer marketing is such an effective strategy? I think that it's effective because it brings in a whole nother crowd that maybe that that place had never, never knew. It just, um, it's just... It seems just brilliant. I mean, mm-hmm. and no offense against uh, you know the the phone book 
way of advertising or the more traditional stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think all of it actually, I don't knock that because yeah. I, that's how I grew up. I mean, that we we read the phone book. We read. I what still is that? actually. No, I'm just re- I know, Hadley, My daughter Hadley, who six, would never know. Yeah, it takes you know, it takes word of mouth marketing um, to just a whole new level because they yeah. see you out there. Um, you know, clothes might look different on a hanger, but then yeah. you put it on, you're like, oh, that's how it that's fits. Really All cute. Right. I never yeah. would have thought to put that scarf exactly. with that sweater. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or oh, she's at this restaurant rave reviews. So it just kind of takes that word of mouth to a whole new level and kind of helps build that marketing strategy a little bit. Yeah. Word of mouth is obviously the best, um, referral that anybody can get. Um, so I really 110% try to only really work with places that like I actually wear their clothes mm-hmm. or I actually get a facial there or yeah. I actually, you know, buy some a gift there or it's a home product or um, I, I would say that might make me a little different than some other influencers. I mean, we all have our own kind of setup, but I know that my moms trust me like mm-hmm. 110% and I could not steer them to a place that I didn't like 110% believe in. Awesome. Awesome. So what are some of the challenges that you face as an influencer? Whew. Man, challenges. I'm sure negativity sometimes, you know, you said that kind of plays a role in it, but anything like beyond, you know, kind of the negative comments or anything like that that you see? Yeah, I think that's just part of what it's part of what social media brings to businesses is you're going to have the upside and the downside. And Mm -hmm. I'd say, um, like your question, you know, it's, that's a challenge, like getting some negative mm-hmm. feedback, understanding is that like, was that really from somebody's like genuine place or right. were they just looking to like, get me mad cause they're having a bad day. You know, I think, and I genuinely would like to look within and if there is a way that I could have posted something different or worded it different or said something different, I would want to know. I mean, Mm -hmm. because feedback is essential for our businesses. Um, But, you know, like you said, you kind of have to filter, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the place of where they're coming from, the place of the post or the the business, you know, situation that we're in and go from there. Absolutely. Do you ever find work-life balance to be a challenge with yeah, this? Yeah, you know, I, I was good at it at first, like probably the first six months. And then I started, like I was good at managing the time and stuff. And then I started seeing the emails come in and will you come visit here? And will you, and then I was like, whoa, like, okay. So people are taking notice of this blog and they now want to like see me in person, which is like obviously completely cool and awesome. But I just probably wasn't prepared. You know, I didn't, I didn't go to anyone that said, okay, so like in year one, it's going to be this and year Mm -hmm. two, there's really like, if I could write a manual, wouldn't that help so many influencers or in businesses too, like to read from our side Mm -hmm. of like how we view things. Um, again, we're all view things a little differently, but like how I view it, you know, might be different than someone else. So it's hard, but I'm still trying to manage work life, but I feel like I'm getting better because this summer I really took a step back and said to myself, like, okay, I'm this far in, like, what do I love that I'm doing? What do I not love that I'm doing? Um, I knew I was going to be hitting, like, the two-year mark, and I think that's so important for all of our businesses. (laughs) 
So in your experience, do you find what type of influencer marketing do you find is the most effective? So do you do a lot of giveaways or is it really just hard on the brand awareness? I do. I do both. Um, I think they all are huge. Giveaways Mm -hmm. have been successful for me. But when I do them, it's because I'm celebrating a milestone typically, or it's a holiday um, and I want to like gift away something to my mom's for Mother's Day or Christmas or, mm-hmm. um, you know, usually there's a reason I hit, you know, $10,000 or I hit $20,000 or whatever it was. I try to, I don't try to do them just to do them. Mm-hmm. I try to have a reason behind them. Um, but for me, the way I do it and everyone is different is I will work with a brand first before I will do a giveaway with them because I want my followers to know the brand. Mm-hmm. I want them to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I saw her do, you know, a try on or, you know, she showed me some styles from there before. So, yeah, I definitely want to enter this giveaway because I liked that or, mm-hmm. you know, oh, like I didn't really care for that one. So I'm not going to, you know, whatever, whatever, however they look at it. Um, but I, for me, I try to do the introduction to the brand before I just do a giveaway with them. Especially in that demo. So yeah. as a business working with you as, you know, my casual non-brand, your, your audience might want more expensive things in that swag bag. Yeah. But I can guarantee probably when they walk in the door, they're going to buy at least one or two, three things from the store. Yeah. You're definitely going to get your just return. Just remember, remember yeah. that they put like that store put in something thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. We've all been to places that give like the junkie. And I just think like, man, let's just do a step above that and like (laughs) be memorable. If we're going to do it and put the time, you know, and that's how I feel a lot about my page. And um, I'm sure you guys, because you guys are like so sweet here and like thoughtful that you guys think the same thing. Like we're going to do this. Like let's do it right. Yeah. Yeah. I I could be wrong, but I, I guess I didn't, I don't feel like there's a ton of local influencers um, I feel like the ones I hear about are always like kind of bigger national ones. And so I'm, I'm really intrigued that you're like this local person that, that does local brands. Oh and boy. so I'm wondering for, for our local boutiques, our local brands who are looking to take advantage of influencer marketing, but are like, I don't know how, what to do. Um, what would be kind of a piece of advice that you would offer them? So how could they best leverage this tool? Uh, well, I would just say it's, like I said earlier, it's important to advertise on a billboard or advertise in a ma- magazine or advertise all these other ways. But for influencer marketing, it's just one other way. And it's for those boutiques or brands that are local, just reach out to an influencer that you feel um you know, would suit your brand or is in your age, you know, every store kind of has about an age group that would best suit their, their products or their styles or their items. Um, for me, um, most of my followers about, about, I haven't looked at the stats in the last like week or two, but Overall, the last two years, um, most of my followers, I know their age groups. Mm-hmm. I can see the analytics on the back end of my pages. So I know um, about 80, 70 to 80% of them are ages 35 to 45. So and I'm my age is right in the middle of that. So I know that I'm speaking to my own 
age group, you know, mm-hmm. within that own age group. And then um, my second most group of followers, like the 30 to 40 percent is um, age 25 to 35. So younger than me, um, which geez, I hope they find something that I can <laughs> offer them. Right. Like, You're like insert flare hit. Yeah, hair flip here. Exactly. Like, oh, cool. You want to be a mom like me? Let me show you how. This is what you're going to look like in five years or yeah. now. Or now you can look like it now. Um, but yeah, those brands um, should just, those boutiques or companies should just reach out. A lot of times too, um, influencers will reach out to the, the mm. store. Mm. So like for instance, um, I reached out to, I was... I was in, um, I got invited to an influencer event in Holland last weekend, and I, there's a store over there that I had heard about for a long time, but I just don't get over to the west side of the state as much. I would love to because it's beautiful. And so I reached out to them. Yeah. And, you know, they, I just introduced myself and was like, hey, I'm going to be over there, Mm -hmm. you know, would you like, would you like me to do a try on and introduce you know, my followers to your store. And if so, you know, shoot me your email or shoot me away. I could, I'll send you my media kit. I'll let you know a little bit more about me. And if it works out great. And if not, it's okay too. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so they can either reach out to us or, you know, sometimes influencers recognize the store and they reach out to the store. So, yeah. As a social media consumer, when I feel like I can really resonate with your story that you're really speaking to me personally, it just adds this really authentic touch to any of the marketing that you do. Even if I know that, okay, so she is an influencer. She has these partnerships with these businesses. It doesn't feel like an ad to me because it feels like you're my friend. I'm following you. I see your life, you know, and all of that. And so I really trust your insight into it. And so I just think that it really cuts through the noise, like in a Mm -hmm. way that traditional social advertising just doesn't do. You know what I mean? Because you can tell, whatever, Facebook ads, scroll, scroll, scroll. But it's like, oh, look, like my casual mom posted something. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Mm -hmm. You know, and you just, that's why I think that influencer marketing is just so beneficial is because it's just so authentic and yeah, so effective. Thanks for listening. You can follow My Casual Mom on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest, or find her at her blog at mycasualmom.com. As always, you can hear the rest of our podcasts on iTunes or at bloomcreative.com.